Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, all you Stu's wrestling fans out there, we got Stu's wrestling podcast coming up for you. This is Angry Alan Funk, Wee from WCW, WWE, and TNA coming at you. You better watch Stu's wrestling podcast, brother, or you're going to get one of those. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time. Your host, Stu Palmer. My guest for episode 113 of Stu's Wrestling Podcast is none other than the head honcho, the owner of Powered4.tv. It's Mr. John Scott. John has been around the business in many different roles for many, many years. So much knowledge, a fountain of knowledge of the UK wrestling scene. And it was great. It was great to delve into the history of him being in the business. Running Powered4.tv, it truly is the Netflix of wrestling. If you want to subscribe, head over to Powered4.tv. It is $7.99 a month. You get so much content. And obviously, with so many promotions from the UK and the US, I implore you to subscribe if you like independent wrestling. So, without further ado, let's get right into the episode, because we've got a lot to get through with the head honcho, the owner of Powered4.tv, Mr. John Scott. Enjoy. My guest today, owner of Powered4.tv, it's Mr. John Scott. Now this, I should have done this interview with you a long time ago, but we're here today. And yes, John, I'm going to get straight into it, actually. How has it been? Obviously, shows back up and running. I know you've been very active on the live circuit as well with the wrestling. So yeah, currently what's been happening, you know, in more recent times as well. Mate, very, very busy, uh, as you can imagine. The, uh, the scene has picked up quite a lot so I've been uh, I've been back out on the road but you know I can't I can't complain too much because compared to where we was you know I'll take this any day of the week to have my my pick of what show I need to go and uh, and and uh, be be in the presence of so yeah it's been very busy powered for and uh, but then again I'm just so happy that so many promotions are up and running and shows are uh, have been flying off the hook really for us, there's so many shows going on currently. Um, literally last week, I think there was like, you know, at least a good seven. And that's just on Powered 4. So yeah. there, there's a lot going on. There's always a lot of choice. But um, I'm happy for it and uh, busy in a good way, Stu. Busy in a, a good way. And then I'm really happy to be on your show, mate. I'm no, finally you. here. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said the same to Clapper. I, I said the same to Clapper. Because that that was yeah. the, that was the running joke. Am I not good enough to come on and all this? So we had all this going <laughs> back and forth. But yeah, yeah, we're finally here. Yeah. yeah, you've been at the progress shows. I know you've been doing media and stuff like that, and interviewing the guys there. So yeah, how the progress shows been? Obviously, Lee McIntyre and Martin Best have took over. They've took took over the ship now. So yeah, how's that been? Because they've been their shows have been flying out as well. Yeah, I was there on the first one, uh, and I've, I've been going to them ever since actually. So when they came back in January. Which, of course, uh, you know, Mr. McAteer and Martin had um, pretty much made 
made the statement and uh, announced that they were taking over. And uh, yeah, it's been really good, mate. I mean, I, I, I was a bit of a progress fan anyway, so I, I would have gone regardless. But to do a bit of media there has um, been quite nice. You know, it's uh, it, it's nice to, to do that in person uh, rather mm -hmm. than, you know, as good as sharing the screen is. But it's actually nice to be in front of a wrestler for a change and have those conversations. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's been good. I've uh, managed to have a few chats with the uh, the custodians, as they like to be called, for progress. They like that, that word a lot, not the owners. Um, Martin and Lee, and that was pretty good fun. Uh, along with uh, Mr. Jonathan Gresham, who now is the current Progress champion as well, uh, and a few others on top as well. But it's been good, mate. Uh, just nice to be there as a fan and just watch all the wrestling again, especially back in the ballroom, because uh, it's got kind of a feel that you don't get in too many other places. Uh, I was there for the 10th anniversary, which was back in the garage. Very, very, uh, <clears throat> very tight venue i mean this was quite claustrophobic it was sort of like a real throwback you know couldn't have been any more than you couldn't have squeezed any more into this place do i tell you to watch this show but it was good there was like it was an old sort of way of doing it there was no there was no big entrance it was just like the wrestler walks out from the side at the back he comes in uh but it was a, it was a great night car noir and dragon off really great match really intense hard hitting stuff and uh Gresham and Warren Banks, who I'm quite a big fan of on the scene anyway. So, yeah, really nice, mate. Really nice. And uh, like I say, just happy to be in and around all that again. Uh, what about other promotions, John? I know you've been doing stuff, you know, aside from Progress See Out. Just to, just to let the listeners and viewers know, man, what, you, what else you've been doing? Because I know it's been great. It's been great for you with all these shows back up and running. Yeah, well, we've got obviously DNA Pro Wrestling, which I do a bit of producing at as well. So uh, it's good to finally, because we've been talking about it for such a long time. But again, like you can only talk so much without getting a little bit, little bit bored and waiting for the action to, to actually happen. So that came back like last October and we've had another two shows since. And it's been pretty good. Very happy to be involved with them. Again, we've, we've taken on a few new promotions as well. Uh, new, Actually, new promotions in general that have come along. There's uh, a promotion called No Mercy. You might have seen some bits and pieces of um, recently. There's another one that we... A lot of people are calling Pew because it's P-E-W. So everyone's calling it Pew, uh, which has been pretty decent as well. Um, but yeah, I've been... Mate, there's so much going on. Catch, catch Pro Wrestling, uh, another one that's sort of like been in and around for such a long time, but actually getting a chance to see that a bit more as well. So, yeah, just, just loads going on, mate. I will forget so many. That's the problem with Powered 4 at the moment. Is there's so many promotions that I, I even forget where I am um, <laughs> half the time. And, uh, you know you know where it's like, Stuart. Yeah. You know where it's yeah. like. You forget somebody. But it's... In, in general, mate, I have literally just been showing up most times, not really doing as much media stuff, but just just observing as a fan mm -hmm. and uh, engaging in that way because sometimes, you know, it's one thing to see it on Powered for, but it's another to see oh, it live. And uh, I always tell people, you know, it's two different experiences. You know, one experience like RCWA that I um, was involved with at the start of the year, you know, it's one thing to be there live and it was really ramped up and the atmosphere was crazy for this Will Ospreay return to his hometown. 
But then when you go and watch it again on Powered 4 with the commentary and all the rest of it, it's like a different vibe, the angles. It's more like a TV type of perspective. So you get kind of like two different experiences sometimes of, uh, of live shows. So, yeah, all good, mate. All good. Now, you've been around the business for a long, long time, obviously, as I've got to know you. You know, you've told me where you were. So, yeah, yes, I'm going to go. Let's go back. Let's go right back. Because oh, I mate, know you're going to show my age. Uh, you're all right. You're not that. This is, this is why he's got me on here. You're not that old. You're not that much older than me, actually. You know, there's not much. There's not much between us. But, yeah, you have done a lot. And, yeah, just going right back to, like, the inception of you getting involved with the business. Because I know the viewers and listeners will love to hear this. Obviously, I know a lot about it. But, yeah, so let the viewers and listeners know how it started so, for you yeah yeah well i mean it, it started a long long time ago as you can imagine about the year of um of 2000 to 2001 which was uh, then the old fwa i think most people will uh, have heard of it at some point um which was mainly based at york hall in Bethnal Green, London, it was quite an established promotion. It's probably one of very few promotions back then. I know it's probably hard for people to understand given the current climate that we're in now. But back then, you probably had the FWA, WAW. Um, you might have had Hammerlock around, mm. All-Star Wrestling. There wasn't like this whole variety that we get now. So it was very much like the exclusive place to go and watch an alternative, if you will, from the American stuff was to go down to London and watch the FWA. And, um, you know, I was having a chat with, um, I think it might have been Doug recently. He was talking about, like, the ticket prices back then and how how expensive they were, like, con considering, like, of, of the year and everything compared to today. But you were looking at tickets around 40 to 50 pounds, Stu. I mean, the hell? it was... I was yeah, expecting, it was premium prices. I wasn't, premium prices. I wasn't expecting you to say that at all. I yeah, thought maybe 30, um, 30 something like that. But, but again, it was like, it was the demand. The mm. demand was there. Yeah. There wasn't as many. So it was like, um, I remember the ownership at the time used to feel like if, um, if we really want to call ourselves, you know, the professional wrestling of the UK, then we need to, we need to value ourselves in the same way. So that was their kind of outlook. And, um, I mean, it, it drew, so who am I to say it was too expensive, but, um, it, it, yeah, it was kind of, it's, it's interesting to look back at as those were the ticket prices where, where we're at today, which is, you know, pretty much in the big scheme of things is pretty affordable. I would say for the indie, um, if you've got a family, for instance, you know, it's much more affordable to go to an indie show, be up a little bit closer to the wrestlers than it is, you know, a top show that will come over. I mean, crazy money these these days like the last wwe show i went to it was like it's it's quite a big uh, it's quite a big toll to take out of a family of four you know that are going to book down for those kind of things so yeah i got started um, i used to go down there and watch the fwa as you can imagine uh, as much as i could back then and um used to have a um, this this is showing my age now Stu, because of course this is this is before youtube this is before even facebook um forget twitter not a thing but um i used to have like a a newsletter on aol if anyone can remember that uh dial up man these times were hard <laughs> because <laughs> hey you, you couldn't just get a video or send it to your no. mate after it was done and if you did you'd probably spend about four days just trying to download the damn thing this was a time when even a, a song would take about three hours to get off the internet so completely different time but i used to have a newsletter 
um, it was called, I'm trying to think of the name of it, it was called um, something really cheesy, like, I think it was Buster Hitman or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, AOL used to have these chat rooms back then. You used to have like a wrestling chat room, go in there and talk wrestling. And I used to uh, congregate a load of readers and subscribers to a newsletter that I set up. And uh, myself and another guy who was the partner at the time of the newsletter, we used to go around to shows and review. And uh, basically, it was like a, a, a very a very C-list sort of Dave Meltzer newsletter for the UK thing. So it just wasn't a whole lot going on at the time. And, uh, yeah, I ended up getting in, in through that way with a few of the guys at the FWA. And, um, like I say, very different back then. Kayfabe was still <laughs> pretty much taken quite serious. You couldn't, you couldn't just rock up and you certainly wasn't going to be invited into the back <laughs> by the, the guys back then. It was, uh, it was actually, you know, it was very uh, us and them and you didn't really know the inner workings as much as it is today, which even back then, I think I always used to think was quite exposed, but compared to today, it's, uh, it's like a very different world to that. But uh, yeah, did that. And then I think it was about, Cool. I want to say about 2009, 2010 time, I, I ended up getting involved with the revamped FWA, which um, which I ran as like a kind of a, it was like a co-promotion type thing. They did a lot of shows. Um, before that, of course, we had um, a, another one I'm going to name drop, 1PW, <laughs> which came after the FWA. And uh, again, those... Those kind of that sort of time was crazy to be a fan, Stu. Because like I, I know our mutual friend Mike Angus would go down there a lot. I only got to go a few times because it was Doncaster and it was quite a way mm. for me to travel. Yeah, but some of the matches you used to get again, like AJ Styles would be over Christopher Daniels. You'd have Noah guys. You'd have Ring of Honor guys, TNA guys mixed with the UK wrestlers, and uh, it's quite unheard of now because you, you probably won't get that. Um, as many promotions working together hand in hand like that anymore but it was a a very golden time to be a fan because you was quite spoilt with what you got there was a lot of great matches back then you had a very young rock star spud who went on to big and great things with WWE you had a very young pack as well I remember him facing AJ Styles mm, in, a, in a very high what quality match, match yeah. um, you know the Briscoes Samoa Joe was there. Um, and then you had like some of the more established guys, like Abyss at the time was there. Um, you know, Harry Smith started uh, with that promotion as well when he was uh, much younger. So, yeah, I was kind of like spoiled and then um, started to get more into the media side, started to do the podcasting stuff with uh, WrestleLine, which is where I, I sort of came back in love with wrestling a little bit more and. We'd go around to a lot of the UK promotions and uh, whenever like Ring of Honor would come over or WWE used to just, just uh, do a lot of media there with those guys and um, sort of got my love back for it. There was a time, Stu, where I kind of like, I would say between the years of 2000 and I want to say 2007 to about 2010, I just wasn't watching much wrestling at all, like including WWE. I just that memory is sort of blanked when people talk about some things. I, I have no clue what they're going on about because I just wasn't watching the product as much then. And uh, yeah, getting through back through media was a little bit different because you're sort of um, sort of on the outside, aren't you really? 
uh, more than the inside sometimes. So it's like building that trust again with a lot of promotions. But again, I enjoyed it. We did. We used to do like a weekly show, mainly on the American WWE stuff and uh, Impact Wrestling, and then started to get really sucked into the UK stuff again because um, literally, you know, from about 2012 onwards, you know, we've just seen quite a spike here of mm-hmm. just so many promotions just come around and um you know a real sort of hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line big feeling of the british wrestling was coming back i mean certainly in terms of wrestlers um you get to pick from now it's, uh, it's amazing mate i mean it's just so much going on isn't it it's 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 amazing it's amazing like you know, the upward surge and you think john that's a decade now we're into a decade but yeah. it's it's gone from strength to strength. Obviously, let's just take the COVID scenario out of it. But, you know, we'll, we'll call it, yep. we'll, cla- we'll class it a decade. Absolutely. And uh, there's so much good quality in there now. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like you said, fan as mm-hmm. a fan, fan going to shows, I don't get to the shows. I, I, I'd, yeah. love to, I'd love to get to more shows. Uh, but yeah, what a you know, it's 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 just amazing the, the variety. I mean, you've got to remember there was a, there was a time you'd go to a show um, and it would. I remember one show. I think I've told this story so many times. So, apologise for anybody that's heard this story. But there was a show I went to once, and this was about two thousand and six, probably. Uh, it was like a leisure centre, and um, yeah, this wonderful poster, like you know, American style wrestling comes to Essex. I was like, bloody hell, it's brilliant got there and then i realized there was no ring <laughs> the ring there was ropes but it was held up by um bin posts and a broomstick so there was like short ropes you, you certainly couldn't bounce off it um and then the wrestlers were actually four guys who played the whole card the whole way through the night with different masks on so We've come a long way since then. And, uh, you know, like back then it was like a huge thing just to have like an entrance way, let alone all this lighting stuff. And even like it's amazing now because even some of the new promotions that start have already got all this stuff and it baffles me sometimes. But, you know, in, in terms of the production side, that's what's really changed the most. I would say it gives more of a better platform for the wrestlers to go out to, whereas Back then, sometimes you wouldn't know what you was going into. And uh, <laughs> you'd certainly hope there was a ring um, at the upper end. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, can't get, you can't get more carny and circus than that, John. Hey? No, no <laughs> exactly. A cra- crash mat for a <laughs> ring. That's what it was. <laughs> who, who have you enjoyed watching? Uh, you know, obviously so many shows now and stuff and i know there'll be there'll be a myriad of people that you like watching and i know you've stated warren banks there's one guy that you really really like but yeah some guys guys that you're really enjoying watching who've come come in now shows are back on and you've been impressed with on on in british we'll, we'll hmm. stick to british terms we'll stick to our own i Thank think you. on this one <laughs> yeah uh mate there's a lot to pick from there really is but um recently i'll say the most recent people that i've really picked up on this year sky smithson for one has really impressed me she's um 
She's really, every time I've seen her, she's, she's got so much ability to give. She is at progress at the moment, but I don't think we've quite seen like her at her absolute best because I think she, she needs to be given a little bit more opportunity on that sort of one-on-one level. But honestly, I've penciled her in for such high things. Uh, I can't give enough praise to her. She's, she's really good. Uh, there's a tag team called The Rebellion. Um, you've probably seen me share quite a lot of their stuff. They're a tag team in based in Essex. Uh, the reason I picked those guys out is I have sort of a fondness for them because when I got back into the um, media side of things, they were the they were the sort of first tag team I'd sort of seen for a long time that was a was just a tag team. They don't do singles wrestling; they are just a team. And it, it sometimes it's hard to get now. It's like hard to find that dedicated dedicated team that just want to stick to tag team because sometimes there's opportunities that come elsewhere and it depends really on the promotion like how much do they value tag team wrestling to whether you can get that but they are literally coming into their own now they, they have so many belts going around their waist they're another one um Chantel jordan has always impressed me um really really good and again she's so young it's crazy like you, you know you don't realize how young these people are um someone else who i have a very like love hate relationship and he, he he won't mind me saying that um is is callum newman callum newman is um a guy who i, I can see sky's the limit really is i think he's only like 19 at best 20 now and he's just been around for such a long time um he he's really He's really going to be, I think, like I would say that next, that next guy pulling towards Japan, I would say that style um, and, and getting his name out there. You know, the, the sky's the limit he's got. Since I last saw him, like when we had that break to do, like when we had that like COVID and lockdowns, it, it was like I'd seen him then and then I saw him after that and I thought, blimey, he's got, he's got bigger because obviously he was mm. young, his, his age is still growing, aren't he? And um, and then he's, he's also got like that mass on him now on his body. So he really looks the part now as well. Um, so I can see big things for him. Obviously, people know that anyway, I'm sure, because, you know, he's, he's, he's everywhere. Um, oh, trying to think um, who else I, I really need to be thinking. Oh, I'm going to yell that after this, Stu. That's what's going to happen. Here. Sorry, sorry. Put <laughs> you in a bit, of a, put you in a bit of a spot. Put you in a bit of a spot here, haven't I? Because I know there'll be loads. Stu knows what he's doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, like, over, like Warren Banks, as I mentioned earlier, he's someone that, again, He's everywhere. He really is everywhere. I was talking to Ollie Spring, who's the progress commentator. Obviously, everybody knows he's, he's all overpowered for, but I think he's like him and Warren have a very great relationship because I think that um, Ollie's a very stat person. He's very good with statistic and numbers. And he was showing me that he's called like something like 80 plus matches of Warren Banks. And then second to that was on about 30. So he's done so many mm-hmm. Warren Banks matches. So when he mm-hmm. done that thing last week at the uh, at the uh, sorry at the garage for the anniversary show, which was Banks versus Gresham, yeah, he literally said to me after the match, he was like, "I was in tears. I was so passionate. I was absolutely floods of tears calling me this match." So um, it, it's nice when you hear stories like that. That that sort of thing still still goes on. I love to hear things like that. But yeah, Warren Banks is another one of those guys that really. Again, sky's the limit with him. He's got the look. He's, he's very marketable. 
And um, you know, he's already picking up belts now. So, you know, I can really see him going on to, to bigger and better things as well. In terms, I'm going to go back to Powered 4 now. In terms of Powered 4, what have we got coming up? What, what events are coming on onto the platform? Because that would be good to get the latest on that as well. Yeah, well, there's quite a lot of stuff. We've got um, we've got a big RCWA show coming up, which is uh, based not too far from, from me in general in Raynham. Um, for those people that don't know, it's run by uh, a certain Mr. Osprey's mum down there. She, she's part of that ownership. And, um, you know, really, it's one of those ones that's like, it's got a really nice balance of sort of family entertainment. But again, it does have the seriousness in it as well. So it's like, it, it's you can go there as a grown-up and you kind of get something from it as well as if you're a, a, a young child going along for the first time and seeing these larger-than-life characters. Um, I, I really enjoy that side of it, you know, when you can still have wrestling like that when you show up. Um, so that's coming onto the platform. We've got a, um, I'm trying to think, we've got some catch wrestling coming up. That's going to be going on there very soon as well. Uh, Wrestle Island, who do some great stuff. I, I still need to get to Wrestle Island. Um, Ignite Wrestling is another one that's run by a wrestler called CJ Carter. He used to run um, a, an old promotion called Pro Wrestling Clash, which was uh, run by himself and Gene Money back in the day. And uh, it's really, I would I would say to anyone that maybe hasn't sort of, you know, is, is sort of what is powered for. Well, if you go on PoweredFor.tv now, that's absolutely free to watch. So Pro Wrestling Clash, go along, have a look, mm. and you'll see how the platform works without having to put any money down at all. Mm. And uh, just to get a bit of a taste, because Pro Wrestling Clash has like a start and a finish. It's like one of the only ones that knew it was going to start and finish after 10 shows. So it's like a TV show, Stu. Like everything... Mm comes to an end there's a climax and there's mm. a payoff for the fan that watches the first show because you're going to get rewarded if you watch it closely enough so uh, recommend that one like literally i've heard people say they binge watched it like a netflix mm. series uh, which is quite interesting for for wrestling shows so yeah plenty of that stuff coming on dna pro wrestling is another one they've got a really exciting card coming up actually they've got a um, some great guys like Ricky Knight Jr. is going to be debuting there for the first time, along with Tate Mayfairs. Um, they've got, um, I think it's Paul Robinson and Corey McRae. Again, he's another guy, Corey McRae, who really see big things for as well. If anyone hasn't seen him yet, go and, go and check him out. He's, he's really good. He's got like a, an MMA background mm. as well. Um, and I think if you listen to his, a lot of his interviews, he's pretty much outright says he wasn't a wrestling fan growing up. And so he's got a very different perspective of being a wrestler. And it's, uh, it's quite nice. It's quite refreshing in a way because he, he, he shows up as this guy and he doesn't know any other difference. He's got not, not got the influences from anyone else, which is uh, quite, quite fascinating to see. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, just honestly, we're, we're getting at least, what, five, five to sort of six shows a week at the moment that we're putting on. So plenty of stuff to come, Stu, plenty of stuff. All, all on the upwards trajectory, John, now after that. Yes. Spell, spell and nothing, man. But I tell you what, you still have the content on there, didn't you, when we were in, in, the, in the dark times that we were in yeah, as well. It's great testament, library. Testament yeah. to you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, mate. Thank Absolutely. you. And, and, thank, and, and while we're on the subject, you know, should 
should thank yourself as well there, Stu. You've been a big part of this from day one. You thank and Chris you. with the old Big Fight Weekly as well that thank you do you. for us. But also, just in general, Stu, you've always had our back. You know, always appreciate you. No problem. One of the best. One of the best out there, people. One of the best. Oh, thank you very much for that. I'll just <laughs> I'll downplay it. I'll just downplay it. You know, you know what I'm like. You know big, what I'm like. Now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, thank you to you and Rich as well. As I always say, no, thank you for always, you know, always, invest, investing in me. Appreciate it. Now, we're going to go into a more current thing, current situation. I don't tend to talk too much about current product and stuff, but obviously we've had WrestleMania over the weekend. So, yeah, your thoughts, a few matches that you felt went really well. So rather than just breaking down the whole card, yeah, just some bits that yeah. you enjoyed over the weekend because that was... Uh, that's a marathon. That is a marathon. It was a marathon. <laughs> it was a marathon. Oh, I'm so glad uh, I said to to you off camera that I, I actually hadn't done any work this year. It's probably the first time in about eight years that I haven't covered WrestleMania in some sort of media capacity. And sometimes when you're when you're doing it like that, it's hard to enjoy. It's hard to like sit there and just relax because you're constantly thinking, I've got to get this out and I've got to get that out and I'm waiting for stuff to come in and it, it's never it's never quite enjoyable. Um, but this year I was able to just sort of chill out, have a beer and just watch the show for what it is. I, I really, I have to say, Stu, I, I did not have a clue of many of the matches going into this just because I've been so busy with the UK stuff. So um, I went in this very low expectations, I've got to say, but... Um, I've got to say, very, very entertaining. You know, I think that's probably the one word I'll come out with this one. I just thought it was, uh, you know, again, low expectations. I thought the Cody Rhodes thing was done really well, the timing and everything that they used for it. Um, uh, I was quite surprised to see that they'd given him, you know, the old music was mm -hmm. there as well from AEW, you know, Ring of Honor days. That was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that, that was good. Because I know people, like WWE have been a little bit smart because they put out something in the week where they said like Shane McMahon is going to be at WrestleMania. And I think they were trying to do a little mm. bit of smoking mirrors mm. to sort of think, oh no, it's probably not going to be Cody after all. Um, but I think most people knew it was going to be Cody, but they, they couldn't be quite sure. You know, he just wasn't there. But sometimes you need that little bit of a, Notice, but yeah, I thought that was done. I thought the match was really good as well. It wasn't just like a return, I actually felt the match was very good. I tell you who, uh, and this might shock you, Stu, to say these two names on this show. Uh, but Logan Paul, um, I was quite impressed with him. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw that match. I have, I have, I have them now. I have them now, through. but um, like he, he looked very comfortable, really comfortable, didn't rush. For, for a new guy, like when celebrities do it or like outside athletes, you tend to see they, they might rush things a little bit and not take their time. But like he got all the camera spots right. There was a moment in it. I don't know. It must have been pre-rehearsed, pre but he just looked into the hard cam for about five seconds with this smug look and then went to do his next move. I loved the fact that he did the Eddie spot. I thought that was like great heat. And then, the, you know, before the frog splash as well. But yeah, he looked, I mean, he's an athlete anyway, but he looked like very much at home with the pace and everything. And I actually thought to myself, like, blimey, he, he, I wouldn't say he's like a world champion or anything like that. But like he, if he wanted to take WWE up, I don't think it would be too much of a, a hard thing for him to to want to do. Because I could see this guy being quite hated, um, you know, like just in general. Yeah, and it's hard these days to have really good villains and heels because... 
everything's so out there these days. But I think someone like Logan Paul would probably enjoy being the villain, like like his brother, um, who's, who's probably a bit more of that. And, um, but yeah, I enjoyed that match as well. I thought that was decent. Um, both both the, the, the Becky match I thought was excellent. I really enjoyed that as well. I felt the Ronda-Charlotte match was just in the wrong place for me. I think had that been like safe, that would have gone out like first. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, when everyone was really up yeah. for it, I think that would have been over a little bit more with the fans. It's hard sometimes because of the positioning, because you just had everything before it with like the, um, the, the Cody stuff and then like, you, everyone's waiting for Stone Cold Steve Austin at the end. So it's like, if you're a fan sitting there, you want to save some energy because you know that's going to come later. Um, what did you think, Stu? Like, I, I want to ask you this one before I answer, but like, what did you think of the whole Stone Cold Steve Austin? Because obviously you and I, you know, we spoke about being old gits, but obviously we, we were there in the Austin times. You know, we were fanboys of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I was, I've always been a bit funny about when wrestlers say, oh, we're going to come out of retirement. For one more match and after I saw Shawn Michaels a couple of years ago uh, I thought that was dreadful um, and I really didn't like the fact that he did it with Triple H but, but your takeaway I mean Stone Cold Steve Austin age 57 <laughs> looks amazing I've got to say first and foremost like that bald head mate it's done him, <laughs> it's done him well it's yeah. done him well he's, he's been he hasn't aged forever he hasn't aged that's what I mean it, it, I, I, I look to his advantage it's, it's funny you should say that because I was very much in the same headspace looking at him when I, when I watched the match yeah. and the way I, the way I watched it this year, cause I hadn't stayed up for it. I was picking the matches I wanted to watch in the order. I wanted to watch him, but yeah, yeah. just like the, 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 the brawl, you know, they're all over the, the stadium and that it just, it was typical. It's, it's akin to, to Austin. So yeah, it was done really well. Um, it was quite, quite a long time, wasn't it? With the, with the KO show and all that. But uh, yeah, in, in the main mate, it was, they did it. It did well. It, it did really well. And I think they'll be very happy. Uh, that the powers yeah. that be in WWE with the way that's gone and uh, yeah just it, it played to Austin's strengths didn't it the brawler and you know we know Kevin, yeah, o yeah, Kevin, yeah. Owen, Kevin Owens can do the brawling as well and uh, yeah just uh, fantastic brilliant couldn't have gone yeah, any better couldn't have gone any better can you imagine waking up Kevin Owens on the Sunday knowing <laughs> that I've just faced up Steve Austin you know what I mean like I, yeah. you, you could retire on that now I think for him but yeah it, it was a massive thing I didn't ever think we'd see Steve Austin in a match, I thought they were just going to do like the KO show and there'd be a brawl at the end of it. But the fact they actually did do a match, I thought was, was like that next level. Um, and, and, you know, one thing I have to say, Austin's facials are so good. Like when he was sitting there, just him reacting, you, you could see it. I, I thought that was, you know, a, a cut above everybody else. Um, uh, for the next night, mate, I thought I thought it was a little. It, it was going to be hard to live up to that first night, but I think that's going to always be the case. Mm -hmm. Now there's these two WrestleManias because it's almost like they like to leave you that first night on a happy note. Um, I think that's happened every. You know, last year it was Bianca Belair had won the belt, um, and I think the year before that was obviously the only thing that was really different because we had COVID 
uh, which was the Undertaker match of AJ Styles, which was a cinematic match that everybody was talking about. Um, but I, I get a feeling that that's going to be the case a lot. They want to leave you feeling happy to go into the next you know night of WrestleMania. But um, yeah, I mean, Brock and Roman, uh, again, it's right at the end of everything. So you've got to think that everything is like you're exhausted if you're a fan and you've sat through all this weekend of wrestling and then you finally get to this match. I felt it was good. I felt I think it was entertaining enough. Whether it was their best match they've had against each other, I'm not so sure. But Roman, I guess the guy that, I suppose from a booking point of view, made perfect sense. Uh, if they really want to go into bigger and better things with him down the line, which I'm sure they're going to look to do, um, especially maybe next year, if, if The Rock is possibly coming back for that match, that will make perfect sense. Um, other things on, on the show, obviously, um, you know, we had, uh, like a lot of other stuff going on. I mean, it, it was, it was always going to be hard. I mean, AJ and Edge, I think it was just, for some reason, it might've just been the pacing issue again, like where it was in the card, but I just, it, it was almost like fans had sort of zoned out, if you, you know, they were sort of knackered through that, but that's happened a lot. Mm. Like, I remember AJ Styles versus Nakamura was a similar thing. Everyone was expecting this it, grand match. He had it with Jericho. He had it with Jericho yeah. when we were there in Dallas, yeah. and they obviously had to go into, mm. I think it would have been when, it would have been backlash, and they've moved events around. It always mm. seems that he, I think he just sets the bar so high, AJ as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, yeah. He, he's quite critical of himself, I think, when, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to hit the notes he wants it to hit, the big one, does it, as such? No. Right. Or is that just his high standards, John? That's what you've got to ask yourself. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a mixture of everything. But it's also, I think, just, I think it's WrestleMania. I think it's like, you know, the days of having that, that top match now, you know, like especially anticipation for it. Like sometimes a match now comes out of nowhere that surprises you is good rather than the other way around going into it, thinking it's, because obviously, you know, going back to Nakamura and AJ, there was a lot of expectations on that. Um, given their New Japan uh, rivalry in the match they had at Wrestle Kingdom. And I thought, it's going to be hard in America <laughs> at WrestleMania to get that sort of a match going again, especially with the time and everything. So, um, But, mate, something else I really enjoyed over that weekend, and again, it might, might make me feel like a bit of an old bore, but I always love, as much as you do, do the Hall of Fame and love, love yeah. listening to the speeches. Mm. I was um, you know, very, very emotional with The Undertaker, like, the guy just basically it's almost like um it's almost like a ted talk wasn't it by the end of it like he he came out and like he's just giving some real like life knowledge and yeah it was nice because it didn't seem like they were rushing him and uh he literally had like the mic hooked up to him just got holding it so he could so he could walk yeah. around and yeah i quite enjoyed that it was was the man little tease at the end of it as well mm. Um, you know, they love to throw that in, don't they? The what if, and I'm sure that they got many people excited, but yeah, it was nice. I mean, given that this is a guy that, uh, probably like most has gone through my whole childhood and adulthood almost as a fan watching him wrestle, like there's never been a time he hasn't been there. So it's, uh, it's kind of sad and good at the same time. You know, I, I was, I was pleased they did it and, um, yeah, that ovation at the beginning was, was amazing. Crazy. I mean, amazing how long respect. that went on. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was, I was even, I was, I was happy as well to see Vader finally going. I wish he could have like seen that and and done it himself, you know, because 
he'd been ill those last couple of years and I know he'd, I think he'd shown up for uh, Stan Hansen's Hall of Fame I was I was there I, think he I was there for that one yeah okay yeah and yeah, I thought was... I thought being that that was the case I thought he'd go in the year after because I thought like oh they'll they'll sort that now but uh, disappointed in that respect that he didn't get to have that moment but I'm glad he's finally there because he's someone I've always kind of really liked as a big guy worker um, in that and yeah it was it was it was a good lineup actually this year I felt I think, think I, I wanted was... I wanted to hear a little bit more from the Steiners I know uh, Rick Rick kind of gave Scott the four and didn't need to, to say what he needed to say obviously we've heard about the bad blood as it pertains to Scott Steiner when he was there in his last run but yeah it was very, yeah. I, I wanted a little bit more from the Steiners but I know they needed to allocate the time to take her I get that but um, as, as mm-hmm. Hall of Fames go it was a lot shorter than previous Hall of Fames when you think about it but yeah. we've had, we've yeah, had yeah. more we've had more inductees haven't we in previous years they've had yeah. more people going it's- in it it's because everything's so long because they recorded that on the back end of SmackDown. So if you're sitting there SmackDown, mm. I think it was, I think legit real time, it was quarter past midnight in America that they finished the Hall of Fame. So that's a long time mm. as a fan to sit down, watch SmackDown, the tape-ins before it. And then obviously they've got to change everything around, then go into the Hall of Fame stuff. And I suppose if you're a fan, it's, it's lengthy. Uh, do you know what I mean? So, so it's one thing if you're just showing up for the Hall of Fame, but it's another if you've got to sit through a show and then sort of, um, you know, transition. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll always be a fan of it. Still people I want to see in it, but I'm guessing I'm going to have to wait. Absolutely. So I'd say going back to Mania uh, night two as well, very impressive Pat McAfee. The the ele- oh, yes. the elevate yeah. the elevation the elevation that he jumped up to then hit hit the move on Austin Theory. I know he's from, I know he's from the yeah, NFL. You, you I know he's he could do it either, No, either. you can well, tell you, you can tell he's been in sport, you know. How we got up to that the top the top rope, the spring on him and the moves they were hitting, it was it was very good. And then obviously Vince <laughs> 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 the, the stunner. I saw the video with Foley. I saw the video with Foley oh, yeah. yesterday, the stunner. Oh, Foley was ever, no? Foley was gone. Foley was gone, wasn't he? In that clip, uh, it was, yeah. Um, Fair I play. Think Austin was gone. I mean, Stone Cold was just laughing his nuts off after it happened. Someone but. said, someone said Vince needs to do yoga. He needs to stop lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, that was I, I completely uh, missed that out as well. But like, you know, when I saw Vince, because like, it was rumored, wasn't it, for a little while that Vince was going to do the match originally. And then I thought, oh, maybe he's thought better of it. Someone's had a someone's had a word in his ear, like, nah, maybe maybe just stand out there instead. But when his top come off, mate, and and the the black vest top was there, I was like, oh Christ, here we go. And the pop for it was huge. Like people still love to see Vince again. I mean, he's what seventy six year old guy now. Um, and to be honest with you, it's like you know what, it, what the hell, you know what I mean? Like Austin McMahon makes sense to have that but the the match with McAfee yeah it was a little bit hard to sort of suspend your disbelief but you know still still good entertainment it's mm. still going to be one of those moments that I'm sure goes to outlets different media outlets like ESPN looking at Pat McAfee versus the owner of WWE a 76 year old man of Vince McMahon so that will go on, that goes to a different type of media that's not wrestling like because I just think there's that outside interest and then like Austin to come down, um, 
I was just waiting for the stun on my ass. Because there's one bit, he, he, he goes to his knees first because he's almost like thinking the stun is going to come before that. Goes to his knees, then realizes Austin hasn't quite got it. So then gets up, backs himself into the rope, then falls into Austin. And it, it's just like a, it's just like water. Uh, drops yeah. to the it floor. gone, mate. There was uh, no, there was point. no, yeah. there was no power. There was no. Uh, I don't know. Just see his body, his body had gone somehow, and especially like his top half and all that. But uh, yeah, yeah, to be fair, to be fair, I remember, I remember talking about Pat McAfee a, f- a few years back. Obviously, he was involved in NXT. SP3 said how, how good you know he's been there, and I was a bit skeptical. Then he went into War mm-hmm. Games, had a good showing at that War Games, and they did that. And uh, to be fair, he, he's made a believer out of me. And then obviously everyone's saying about yeah. his, his, his calibre on commentary. Obviously his show, his podcast, uh, he's, he's made a believer out of me. I'll hold my hands up. I was a bit sceptical about him at first. Mm. And um, SP, yeah. SP3 was like, you know, raving about him even then. And I, I was kind of dismissive. But yeah, he's, uh, he, he's, fun, he's been fantastic. And I know he's, he's well, well thought of in, in the industry mm. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good stuff. No, I enjoyed it, mate. It was solid, wasn't it, considering? I think sometimes when the expectations are lower, I think, and I think that's what the, what the case of it was, I think that a lot of the times it can deliver. I remember, I remember being at um, 31, and on paper it looked amazing, but we weren't expecting, you know, a, a mega show, and it, and it blew everything mm. out the water. It blew everything out the water. It exceeded everyone's expectations. So considering a lot of people are a bit tuned out with Raw, SmackDown, you know, doing it weekly and stuff, I think they've done fantastic, haven't they, John? Yeah, yeah, they made it feel big again and and special, and I think that's what you want sometimes from from a WrestleMania point of view. Anyway, like that's what it should be. It's the spectacle of it, and uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a good time to be a fan. Really, I mean, Absolutely. there's so much, absolutely, so much going on. Dude, what else in terms of American product? You get a chance to watch AEW Impact. You know, obviously, Ring of Honor is now back yeah, as mean, well. How how are you? How are yeah, you with I, AEW? Because I haven't really spoke to you about I, AEW off camera. Yeah, I don't, I don't get to see much AEW. Like I did when it first started. I was watching it every week, um, and then as time's gone on, I've just sort of with, with everything going on in over here, it's just very hard to fit that in with everything else with WWE as well. But yeah, I keep my eye on it. I mean, I'm still. I'm still, um, I still like what they're doing. I, I kind of think they're still finding their feet as well because you've got to remember, it's still a pretty new company considering um, everything. It's just because they've got, they're very well off financially. I think people think they should be this, you know, established top tier promotion that's not going to make mistakes. But you've got to remember, it's going to take some time yet to find who they really are, what their identity is. I still think they're finding that now. I still think they've tried things and maybe it hasn't worked in a way they'd like. Um, the, the only thing I, I am put off sometimes by them is that they, they always seem to sign a lot of ex-WWE yeah. people like, as soon as they're released. There's too many. Me mad. There's too um, many now. Uh, yeah. in, in, in retrospect, I think there's too many guys. I've said this when they've yeah. been acquired. Mm. They, uh, sorry, I've jumped in here. It's just like, how yeah, much no, how sense. much talent can you possibly acquire before they're getting lost in the shuffle two three months later because you've then got the next guy uh, so yeah sorry yeah. I'm jumping in but yeah I'm very that's one thing I'm switched off about uh, when can it stop this revolving door mm-hmm. of right they leave WWE and they're coming in yeah and and I kind of feel like it won't be too long until they end up with the problem that WWE had for a long time which was you know, a lot of people will, will call that the mid card era which is just a lot of guys 
who look the same, positions the same. There's no real ladder. So you have to be careful sometimes when you do that because you don't want to... I, I think being a little bit more picky. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wouldn't be a bad idea sometimes for AEW. You know, I know it's like maybe too much of a, <coughs> a carrot dangled in front of them not to go after them and show their fans that we can get this and this person and that. But... Um, yeah, I mean, but then again, they've made some some amazing signings in the likes of Brian Danielson and CM Punk, for instance. Um, CM Punk, especially because you know he wasn't doing anything uh, before that. So you know they're doing the right things, but again, I just think they're finding themselves still. So be interesting to see like next couple of years, you know, uh, where all this goes for them because it's one thing. Remember, before they were doing TV, they were just doing those big events and they were always doing well. But that's because we didn't have TV every week. I think mm -hmm. TV sometimes, that's where it gets difficult, the consistency, because it's all right for like the first 10 weeks and then you realise, blimey, like it's, <laughs> it's constant and you've got to try and put on these great weekly shows. You've got two of them there as well and then you get to a pay-per-view. So it's hard sometimes um, because they're still, of course, in that, way of doing things they're still in the pay-per-view business as well so they, they've got to really try and ramp up what they can sell to you as a customer punk, punk now as well he's fighting on yeah. he's fighting on tv with regularity i think they were just trying to mm -hmm. get get his promos in initially when he first came back and it was very sporadic mm -hmm. the matches wasn't it but now yeah, i mean yeah. the, the week before last it was cash wheeler FTR, he faced him. And then Max Caster from the Acclaimed just this past Wednesday. So he's fighting on the show. So obviously he's trying to build himself up into uh, the title picture now, mm -hmm. isn't he? Which he said about. Yeah. But it's good good that he's in with the younger guys. Uh, I, li I like that Mac uh, Max Caster. Um, I think he's, mm -hmm. he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got the build. He's good on the mic. Um, so yeah, it was good. It's good to see him. Even though he's going over these guys, he's giving them the rub as well, isn't he? The younger guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like I say, I watch all the pay-per-views. I just don't get to see too much TV. That's that's the thing. I need uh, I need magazines like they used to be, Stu. You know, when we used to collect. And that's why I need. That's uh, so I need to catch up my information. But obviously, you see all this stuff over the internet. But uh, yeah, actually sitting down and watching it, I, I just don't get the time. Unfortunately, it's it's so hard, mate. I, I want to watch NWA. I'm so far behind with NWA now. Yeah, that's they've been one. putting on. They've been putting on such good stuff, from what I can see. And uh, yeah. it's just like you say, it's not enough time. It's not enough hours in the day, in the week, mm -hmm. to to get it all watched. Yeah. But it is great. Yeah, mate, it's it, a lot going on. It's great. It's it's great at the same time, though, John. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you spoke for choice. I tell you, absolutely spoke. Back to Powered Four now. If you can just plug Powered Four, you know. See to subscribers and stuff like you know, just tell people what they're getting. Yeah. Obviously, there is free content, as you've said, there's free matches as well, which is fantastic. But yeah, yeah just uh, powered four in closing and what's on offer and prices, yeah, and no like. worries, mate. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, so literally powered four, you know, we, we look, you've got 30 plus promotions, 
loads of promotions, including LWF, we've got Odyssey Wrestling, Catch Pro Wrestling, as I've mentioned earlier, RCWA, um, just the whole bunch of promotions. And we've got archive stuff from the likes of FNW as well on there. Um, we've got Wrestling Classics on there. I mean, yeah. literally, it's just a variety. We do have American shows on there as well, the likes of uh, XWW, which is, um, is, a, is a new one, that actually do a weekly show for us. So they're one of the few that have like a TV show going. Uh, every Tuesday. So if you if you kind of want to get your fix of that, you can get that as well. But it's all under one roof. Um, that's the good thing with us. You haven't got to pay separate subscriptions. Seven ninety nine is the price. Everything under one roof. Like I said before, there is free content on there as well. If you want to go over there and just sample some of the stuff, including Stu's wrestling podcast, you, mate. It's been Thank on you. there since the very day one. Uh, and again, great interviews there. But we're Plenty of other stuff on there as well on our media side, the likes of Sports Geeta, True Hill Heat, uh, our good mutual friend, Jake Justin Clapper as well. I want to give him a mention. He's, he's back. Doing, he's back. Yeah. He's doing the stuff. He's, he's doing stuff for us as well with uh, with some of the, the, the content that we've got. So, yeah, I mean, literally British wrestling, this is where you can see it if you want to see more of it. Um, you know, as I said, go and check out poweredfort.tv. Have a look around. Um, you know, there's no there's no hidden things you're not going to see. You will see exactly what you're getting uh, from from the get go. So yeah, go and check it out. Uh, we've been going for a couple of years now, uh, and you know we're only going to grow it even more. So uh, yeah, please go ahead and uh, give us give us a give us a watch. Everything you know, just, just sample it at least. A good a good thing within within the on demand as well. It's all chapted because you don't get that. Yes. you don't get that with the WWE Network. You, you do, you do no, with you, like, you yeah. do with past shows, like all the old shows. It's all the matches are in. Uh, it's a great, it's a great feature, John. You know, it, it, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I've got my, uh, got to give props to Rich there because he does all that, yeah, uh, all that hard work, and uh, he does very well at it. Um, so yeah, I mean, he he got confused the other day, Stu, because um, there was a, a Triumph show went in, and he had the name John Scott on there as as wrestling. So it threw him out a bit. And um, if you wanna. If you want to see if I really did get in the ring, then go and check it I out. I need to have a look I, at this. I, 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 I believe <laughs> I've been credited on bloody cage match. So, um, yeah, oh. that, the, the confusion there on that one. But, yeah, he was very thrown out when he, when he put that into oh, the chapter. So. Yeah, great yeah. work, great work from you two as well. Thank you, Unbe- Thank unbelievable you. that you know all that all that content. You know, it's that's a lot. It's a lot for for you to do, but you do it. And yeah, look forward to the future with Powerful.tv. So thank you also, very much. Stu, before, yeah, sorry, before, sorry, before yeah. we go, my now before we go, my friend, how is uh, how is the commentating gig going for you? Because I know that's something you've got into recently. We're getting we there. Spoke about it, and yeah, you know, we're getting I, there. I, I've just I've just started to get back into it myself, and it, it takes a bit of time. It does take a bit of time to uh, to get back into the rhythm again, but you know the stuff I've heard you from is good. Mate. Yeah, I mean, you're, uh, yeah, you're... I, I just, I, I just, um, I'd, I'm a bit. Oh my god, I haven't done that right. I haven't done this right. Very, you know. Uh, but it, it seems to me the last couple of shows, the confidence is there, John and Mike. It's it yeah. just, it just doing it with Mike. Because we, we have a laugh, like Jay Jay was up on the stage at the monitor, mm-hmm. and he can see the pair. <laughs> I saw you pair. Giggling and, and you know and all that sort of stuff going on. So he, he, yeah, it's been brilliant with Mike. You know what what more can I say do about you, Mike? Um, 
do you find it i can't i i find it really difficult to watch it back <laughs> when i, I, I come i can't i can't do pick up on words I yeah time i'm like well, you yeah. <laughs> it, it's just it, there is there is repetition we're all very repetitious mm. i think we, we say the way definitely but uh, you know mike michael have it all written down Mike has everything down and then, uh, you know, right, doing this, doing that. But I can just... Mr. Organised. I kind I kind of just call it as I see it on colour. You know, mm. yeah. he, he, he's got all that. He's got all the, the notes down for himself there. Um, but mm. I'm, 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 he's like, come on, go and ask this one, go and ask that one. But I, I like, because I'm getting to know the characters and obviously we've had people consistently through on the shows. It's getting, mm. e- it's getting easier because you've got the backstory now. You got the backstory yeah. to guys, yeah. and uh, yes, with the violent gentleman society or heel faction, yeah, it was good to do yeah, some yeah. heel. It was good to do some heel commentary uh, at the mm-hmm. chagrin, at the chagrin of Mike. I tell you, he was going mad at me. <laughs> but I channeled, I channeled my inner Bobby Heenan on the comms nice. for their for their matches. Yeah. But uh, it's been great. It's been really good, John. Thank you for asking about that. Yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah, congratulations on everything, and uh, hope it goes well. More to come for the future, I'm sure. Yeah, we've got the May we've got the May show in your scout, so we've got that coming. Mm-hmm. That that'll be here before we know it. And uh, yeah, it's just good because mm-hmm. there's good good space in between shows. Yeah. With, with superstar. Yeah. It's well spaced. Absolutely. John, anything to add before we close out? Anything else? No, to add? my friend, it's been a real I mean, it's been a real pleasure to be on here finally. Um I, I'm not on the I'm not on the bad list anymore. I can <laughs> that off. I've made it. I'm on the Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Uh, but I, you know what, mate? I still hope that you and I are gonna see each other in person. You're like the one guy I still haven't seen. I've seen Angus now a few times. Oh he mate. disappeared in front <clears throat> of me. Like I know and Kyle. You've seen Kyle loads. Kyle Rogers, well. yeah. yes. You've seen yes. Kyle loads. Uh, give, give a shout out. I'll give yeah. a shout out to young Kyle. I know he'll probably watch this back, but uh, he's he's actually. I think he's doing something with me tomorrow as we Brilliant. talk on this interview. Brilliant. Uh, with uh, Eric Young, so I think he's coming down to do some media. Oh mate, oh mate! Shout out to young Carl Rogers. Yeah, he's a good, he's good lad. He's a very good lad, and yeah, that'll be good. That tomorrow, I bet you both made up doing that. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know when, but yeah, somewhere down the line, mate, we will meet. Somewhere. Progress, somewhere, yeah. progress, progress in Manchester, maybe at the Ritz. Possibly, yes, that, they're that's, doing a tour, aren't they? That, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be the one, because that's, that's like an hour yeah. and a half away from here. But yes, my guest today, owner of Powered4.tv, it is the mercurial John Scott. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on to Stu's Wrestling Podcast, man. My pleasure, my pleasure. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. What an episode. Finally, after two years and all the support I've had from Powerful.tv, I have had John Scott on, and it was amazing. It was amazing. What a history in the business he's had. Some great stories there. He's been doing some great interviews as well. It shows progress to name, but a few. He's had some great interviews. Jonathan Gresham, Session Moth, Martina. Amazing, amazing, and it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure, John, having you on. Thank you so, so much for looking out for me, man. Nothing's ever a problem. And, uh, yeah, just thank you so, so much. Big, big thank you to Evade Escape for the opening music and the closing music, as you can hear right now. A big thank you to Mike Angus, as always, my good friend, for the introductions and for editing the show mr chris Dutton, as always fantastic thank you very very much and it's much appreciated and we'll see you soon for episode 114 of stew's wrestling podcast sports 
Social Podcast Network.